0: اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبه للمتقين ولا الا على الظالمين واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له اله الاولين والاخرين وشهد أن نبينا محمدًا عبده ورسوله المصطفى الأمين اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ما بعد. So welcome to another episode of our تفسير page a day. Uh, today we continue with the تفسير of سورة البقرة and we are on the second page of the Surah. And in verse number six, Allah سبحانه وتعالى begins by saying: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا عَلَيْهِمْ أَمْ لَمْ تُنذِرْهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ As for those who disbelieve, it makes no difference. Whether you warn them or not, they will not believe. In the previous episode, we spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after mentioning the guidance of the book, the Qur'an, Allah azza wa will categorize people vis-a-vis the Qur'an and the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala into three categories. The first category is the one that we mentioned in the last episode, and that is the category of the believers. Those people who firmly believe in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they accept it as being the divine revelation of Allah azza wa jal, and they try their utmost to uh, follow its teachings and to follow the guidance that is found therein. In verse 6 and verse 7, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where we begin in today's episode, Allah azza wa mentions the second category. And the second category is of the disbelievers. Those people who are in opposition to the first category. And Allah Azzawajal describes them and He says, kafaroo," As for those who disbelieve. And what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to here are those people who are completely entrenched in their disbelief to the extent that they will never accept guidance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He says, It is equal. It is regardless of whether you invite them or don't invite them, want them or don't want them. They will never accept Islam and they will never believe. We're speaking about those groups of disbelievers or rather Allah is speaking about those groups of disbelievers that will never accept Iman. That no matter what the guidance is that may come to them, they will never accept it because they are so far gone in their disbelief. And so this is, you know, if the first category that we spoke about in the last episode were the likes of Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali, and and the other companions, then this category in which we are speaking now are the likes of Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab and Pharaoh, and Qarun, and Haman, and those types of people. They are the people who aren't searching for the truth, and even if the truth was blatantly to come to them, and even if they had no logical or any other reason to reject it, they would still do so. Like (coughs) Abu Jahal and Abu Lahab, who saw the Prophet ﷺ bring the message of Islam, they knew of his truthfulness, they knew of his honesty, they knew of his integrity, they knew that this was a man that should be believed and followed, but for whatever reason, their personal reasons, their personal gripes, their personal ambitions, they refuse to accept the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Allah is saying that these are the types of people, it is equal. It is. It will make no difference whether you want them or you do not want them. Uh, لا يؤمنون They will never believe, they will never accept Islam. And then Allah mentions the reason why there is. And He says in verse number 7, ختم الله على قلوبهم وعلى وَعَلَىٰ أَبْصَارِهِمْ غِشَاوَةً عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ Allah has sealed their hearts and their ears, and their eyes are covered, and they will have a great torment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in this verse that those people, who when they go to that level of disbelief, when they turn away from Allah to that level, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covers their senses, in the sense that even if they saw every sign, they were to hear every sign, they would be unable to contemplate over it within their hearts and accept it as the truth. So far gone are they in their disbelief. And this is a very important principle. And that is the principle that when a person disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or disbelieves in Allah azza wa jal, the further they go and they entrench themselves within that disbelief, the further they become from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until they reach the extent that all of their senses it is as if they are covered and no guidance will be accepted by them. The same is said for the Muslims, even though Allah Azzawajal is not speaking about the Muslims in this verse, but we know from the authentic sunnah of the Prophet that when a person sins, a black dot is placed within their heart, and when a person sins a second time another black dot is placed in, until that heart becomes darkened by that cover of sin that a person a person uh is, is 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 engaging in because of the amount of sins that they are committing. And so that is why the Muslim always turns back to Allah, why the Muslim always makes tawbah. As for those people who are entrenched in disbelief, this is what we're referring to in verse 6 and 7. So to be very clear, we're not speaking about those people who are willing to accept guidance. Non-Muslims, disbelievers who are in doubt or who are searching for the truth or who are looking for something which is a greater meaning to their life. If those people are sincere, and they hear the message of Islam, then inshallah, by Allah's permission, they will accept the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But as for those people who are so far gone in disbelief, or rather we can say that Allah knows in His infinite wisdom and knowledge that they will never accept iman, those are the people that Allah is referring to in verses 6 and 7. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that their hearts and their, and their, and, and their eyes and their ears, all of them are covered. And because of that covering that is placed upon them, they will never accept iman and they will never turn to the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <clears throat> so as you can see, in the first section, Allah azza wa used three or four verses of this surah to speak about the believers. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in two very succinct, very comprehensive verses, speaks about the disbelievers. Now in a number of verses, Allah azza wa will go to some length exposing the third category of people. And they are the category of the Munafiqeen, the hypocrites. And Allah Azza wa Jal exposes them and speaks about them in detail because they are a danger, because of their inherent uh, characteristic of openly showing Islam, but inside, internally, within their hearts, concealing kufr and disbelief. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in verse number eight, Some people will say, We believe in Allah and the last day when really they do not believe. Nifaq or hypocrisy is the concept of someone outwardly showing good and inwardly conceding evil. It is when the outer and the inner do not merge and they are not one and the same, but they differ. That is nifaq, that is what we call hypocrisy. And there are two types of hypocrisy. There is a hypocrisy of action which even the Muslims may fall into by virtue of doing something internally which differs from the outer uh, actions or, or doing something externally rather that differs from the inner self or there is the the hypocrisy of belief and that is the hypocrisy that Allah is referring to in these verses and that is the hypocrisy that takes a person outside of the fold of Islam. The hypocrisy of action is as the Prophet said in the famous hadith that the sign of of the hypocrite is three. That if he speaks, he lies. And if he makes a promise, he breaks his promise. And if he is entrusted, he is deceptive. This is the hypocrisy of action. Even a Muslim can lie. And lying is essentially you knowing in the heart that what you're saying is untrue, but you'll still speak it. Someone who makes a promise, but in their heart they know that they're going to break it. Someone who accepts a trust from someone, but in their heart they know that they're going to be deceptive. This is from the categories, or oh, this is from the signs of hypocrisy. And the Prophet wasallam warned us, the Muslims, against this. But then there is a further or another level of hypocrisy which is far, far grave, more grave, and far, far more dangerous. And that is the hypocrisy of belief. And that is when a person inwardly is a disbeliever but outwardly professes Islam. And this took place in Medina when the Prophet wasallam migrated to the city of Medina because in Mecca the Muslims were weak. And because of the weakness of the Muslims, you only accepted Islam if you truly wanted to accept Islam. Because you knew that by accepting Islam, you would be tortured, you would be persecuted, you would probably be uh, split from your family, your wealth may well be confiscated, and you may even be murdered and killed for the belief that you have. But once they arrived in Medina, and especially as is mentioned in Zahir Bukhari, bukhani the hadith of Usama ibn Zayd radiallahu especially after the Battle of Badr, when the people who were non-Muslims, or a group of them within Medina saw that the Muslims had now become strong, they had power, because they just defeated the Quraysh in the Battle of Badr, then those people now who were who were not Muslims and still refused to accept Islam in their hearts, they apparently showed Islam and they apparently showed that they were Muslims, and so they became known as the Munafiqin. And those Munafiqin, those hypocrites, would constantly try to undermine the Muslims. They would constantly try to go behind the back of the Prophet Sallallahu and help the kuffar of the Quraysh. They would constantly be the ones who were ridiculing the Muslims and mocking them and making fun of them. And so Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala exposes them within these verses in Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah wa says, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَن يَقُولَ And from amongst the people, meaning the hypocrites, are those who profess and claim, we believe in Allah at the last day. Meaning actually they will pray, they will say the shahada, they will fast, they will give zakah, they will do every action of the Muslim. But every so often, because Islam as we know cannot just be something which people profess outwardly, it is something which comes from the heart and if the heart is corrupt, then that must show at one place or at one point or another, it must show itself within the actions and within the speech of the tongue. We know therefore that those people will always, there will always be signs of their disbelief. And that is why Allah says, وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ They are not believers. And therefore that shows that the believers are those therefore that don't have this particular trait. The believers therefore are not those people who inwardly believe one thing, outwardly believe something else. If you truly believe Islam, is the true religion from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then why wouldn't you pray when Allah commands you to pray? Why wouldn't you wear hijab if you're a sister when Allah commands you to do so? Why wouldn't you dress as a Muslim, behave like a Muslim, have the character of a Muslim, perform the acts of worship of the Muslims, if that is truly the belief that is in your heart? And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning the hypocrites, وَمَا bi That is not the definition of a believer that they simply profess that they simply state, that they simply claim to be Muslims. But rather the true measure of the believer is the one who has belief of the heart, action of the tongue and or speech of the tongue and actions of the limbs as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the reason why these people do what they do. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, يُخَادِعُونَ Allaha وَالَّذِينَ amanu. In verse number 9, وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمَّ يَشْعُرُونَ They seek to deceive Allah and the believers, but they only deceive themselves though they do not realize it. They think that by professing to be Muslims, but inwardly concealing disbelief, they think that they're fooling Allah See what hypocrisy does, see what disbelief does, see how shaitan comes and plays with the hearts and minds of people, that a person will go to the extent that they think that they can actually believe that they are fooling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they think that they're harming the Muslims. Allah says, but rather they only deceive themselves because they are the ones who will be exposed. They are the ones that Allah will make their affair known to them. And even if in this life they manage to escape, even if in this life they manage to remain hidden and unknown, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expose them in front of all of creation on Yomul qiyamah. And so this is, the difference between the believer and the disbeliever, the difference between the believer and the hypocrite. The believer is the one who knows that Allah Azza wa knows, that Allah is all seeing, all hearing, all knowing, that when I or you sin, we must turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek His forgiveness. That Allah Azza wa if He conceals our sins in this life, that is from His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He doesn't expose us in front of everyone. Whereas the hypocrite is the one who conceals disbelief and they think they're fooling everyone. They think they're getting away with it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here very clearly that they only deceive themselves, they don't deceive Allah Azza wa and they don't deceive the believers. In verse number 10, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the reason why they behave the way that they behave. If the disbelievers, Allah Azza wa jal, conceals their hearts, conceals their, or seals their hearts and seals their ears and their eyes from receiving guidance, then likewise the people of hypocrisy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning them in verse number 10: This is a disease, or there is a disease in their hearts, and Allah has only increased them in that disease. An agonizing torment awaits them for their persistent lying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that these people have a disease in their hearts, and there are two types of diseases when it comes to the diseases of the heart. The first is the diseases of doubt. And that is the disease of a person having disbelief, or a person having, for example, innovations, or a person having doubts about Allah and His existence. And then there are diseases of desires. And those are the diseases that make people turn to certain desires, whether it's desires of the opposite gender, or desires of wealth, or fame, or power, or wherever it may be. Allah says concerning these people that they have a disease in their heart. That disease is the disease of disbelief, of hypocrisy. And we know therefore that the diseases of doubt, of belief, of hypocrisy, these diseases of disbelief and hypocrisy, they are more grave and more dangerous than the diseases of desires. (coughs) Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore describes these people as being people who are diseased. And Allah says that as a result of that, Fazada Marada. Allah Azza increases them in that disease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with people in the way that they behave with Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person comes to Allah Azza with disbelief, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala keeps them in disbelief. If they don't truly come wanting to seek guidance, but they come with disbelief entrenched within that, then Allah seals their hearts and seals their eyes and their ears as Allah mentioned before. If a person comes with disease and they seek to undermine the religion of Allah, they seek to harm or what they think is harming Allah جل, and His Prophet وسلم, and the Book of Allah and the religion of Allah وتعالى, Allah says we will only increase them in the disease that they have. Allah treats them in the way that they behave. And likewise for the believers if they turn to Allah, They come to Allah with humility and humbleness, seeking forgiveness, asking Allah for repentance, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also behaves and deals with them in that same regard. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse number eleven, continuing with his description of the hypocrites, when it is said to them, Do not cause corruption in the land, they say We are only putting things right. We are only rectifying things. This is from the traits of the hypocrites. Allah says that what is worse than a person who goes around causing evil and corruption in the land. Not only that, but then claiming that that very evil and corruption is good. Like someone who goes and commits murder. Someone who goes and steals the wealth of people. And then they claim through their own propaganda, through their own means, that actually what they're doing is for the benefit of all. That what they're doing is actually good. This is how Allah Azza wa Jalla describes these people of hypocrisy. Because they, in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, were the ones trying to be treacherous. They were the ones who were trying to allow the disbelievers of Quraysh and the other Arab tribes to come and attack the Muslims in Medina. They were the ones who were giving up the secrets of the Muslims in Medina and getting those other tribes and people of Arabia to come and attack the Muslims in their own city and in their own homes. And they claimed that that was for good. They claimed it was for unity. They claimed that it was for the greater good of society. They claimed and made that propaganda very clear in what it is that they were trying to do. Allah Azzawajal says that this is the way that they are. They think or they deceive themselves and fool themselves into believing that what they're doing is good. And Allah Subh'anaHu Ta'ala negates this in verse number 12 and He says, "Allah إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ But in reality, they are the ones causing corruption, though they do not realize it. Allah says, what is worse? What greater corruption can there be than those who disbelieve in Allah, who prevent others from the path of Allah جل, who try to deceive Allah subhanahu wa taala and His Prophet وسلم, who show enmity to Allah and His Prophet Is there greater corruption and evil after this corruption? Is there greater harm than the one who turns away others from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and stops them from seeking guidance? Is there anyone worse than in the time of the Prophet sallallahu those group of hypocrites who in the most dire of circumstances and in the times of most need such as in the battles of Badr and Uhud, they return with a great section of the army of the Muslims because they were hypocrites? Is there anyone worse who tries to undermine the honor of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi as the hypocrites did in the story of the slander of our mother Aisha radhiyallahu anha when they claimed and they attacked her, her honor, and therefore indirectly they attacked it, or even directly they, 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 they therefore attacked the honor of our Prophet Wasallam. And so Allah says that these are the people who in reality are causing corruption, but they don't realize, they don't see what it is that they're doing, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala records everything that they are doing. Allah جل, in verse number 13, He continues with their description and He says concerning the hypocrites, either. qila lahum. أَمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَا النَّاسِ قَالُوا kama كَمَا When it is said to them, believe, as others have believed. When it is said to them, meaning the hypocrites, believe, have iman, Believe in Allah, believe in the Prophet وسلم, believe in the Qur'an, as the others have believed, meaning like the companions of the Prophet ﷺ و رضي الله Believe like, like Abu Bakr has believed. Believe as Umar has done so. Believe like Uthman and Ali and Abu Hurairah and Aish and Khadija and all of the other companions Have their iman and be like them. They say, قَالُوا كَمَا آمَنَ Sufaha, They say, should we believe? As these fools do, ala innahum ولا كلا يعلمون. But they are the fools, though they do not know it. <clears throat> when they're told to have iman, the hypocrites respond and they say, "We're not going to behave like these fools." They would consider the likes of Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali, radiallahu and the other companions to be foolish. Why do they consider them to be foolish? Because they look as the disbelievers and hypocrites often do. They look through the lens of the dunya. What is the lens of the dunya? The lens of the dunya is that these people were part of Quraysh, the greatest tribe of the Arabs in all of Arabia. They had all of this wealth, all of this prestige, all of this honor. They had all of this power and fame. And they left it all and they abandoned it all for what? For poverty, for being with slaves, for being with the women and the children and the weak and the needy. For being with the poor, for being exiled from their homelands, for having to leave behind their possessions and come to a land that is strange and foreign to them. All for what? For a belief that they have about some, uh, God that they have to worship alone. They consider this to be foolishness because to anyone that looks through the lens of the dunya and this world, they would always choose the, 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 the beauty and the adornments of the dunya over the iman of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they say, should we believe like these foolish people? Allah says, says, أَلَا innahum But in reality, they are the fools. Why are they the fools? Because they're looking at the temporary life of this world, the 10, 20, 50, 100 years that a person lives for, that they may or may not even get what they covet. People want wealth and they want fame and they want power and they want all of those things. But how many people from across the world actually achieve that? the smallest percentage of people will become extremely wealthy. And the smallest percentage of people actually gain real power and fame and real prestige. Everyone else is fighting, grinding day in, day out, but what do they actually achieve, what they set out and desire most? Perhaps not. And so in reality, and even if they do achieve what they set out to achieve, for how long? 10 years? 50 years? 100 years? But for the believers who sacrifice for the short term, leaving off the dunya, knowing that it is not important to Allah Azza wa that it is insignificant in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, instead turning to Allah and His worship and His belief and good deeds, helping the people, guiding them, doing what is good for society, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they are the ones who ultimately win. They are the people who are not fools, because they have sacrificed something temporary for the goodness and the greatness and the reward and the everlasting happiness and joy of the akhirah of the next life they will have an eternity of reward in return for what it is that they're doing. And that is why Allah says that the hypocrites, they continue in their propaganda, they continue in their attributes of disbelief and hypocrisy. And they say, When they meet the believers, they say, we believe. But when they are alone with their evil ones, With their devils, they say, we're really with you, we were only mocking them. This is how they behave. To profess something outwardly that differs with what is in their inner self. And that is the epitome of someone who is a liar and someone who is false and someone who has no integrity or honesty about them. That when they're with the believers, they say, we're with you. When they see that the Muslims are strong, they go with them. When they see that they're gaining wealth and prestige and power, they want to be with them. But when they go to their disbelieving friends, or when they go to their, Allah calls them devils, shayateen, because of the evil that they that they spread, and the corruption that they spread in the world, they say, in, actually, in actual fact, we are with you. ma nahnu We were only making fun of them, mocking and ridiculing them. Allah says in verse number 15, refuting this claim of theirs, or refuting this belief of theirs, Allahu يَسْتَهْزِئُ بِهِمْ وَيَمُدُّهُمْ fi طُغْيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ Allah is indeed mocking them and allowing them more slack to wander blindly in their insolence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it is Allah who mocks them. This is from the attributes of Allah Azza that is said in comparison to something or as a response or result of something that the disbelievers do. We don't say that Allah Azza from His attributes is that He mocks or that He makes fun of someone. But we say that if people try to mock Allah Allah's religion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does worse to them in turn. And that is from the ultimate power and ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because to mock someone is to seek to have power over them, or to seek to have some influence over them, or some prestige over them. People make fun of others and bully others because they consider themselves to have power over them and some type of strength over them. Allah Azza makes it very clear that these people have no power over Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have no prestige or strength or might over Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. They seek to mock Allah Azza in reality they are only mocking themselves. And Allah Azza will expose them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ridicule them on the day of judgment when they will see the punishment that Allah Azza wa has prepared for them on al Qiyamah. And that is why in verse number 16, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the final verse of this particular page, Allah says, bilhuda, fama wa These people have bought, meaning the hypocrites, they have bought error in exchange for guidance. They have bought, meaning a transaction has been made by them, where they bought misguidance in exchange for guidance. So their trade reaps no profit and they are not from the rightly guided. It is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, that these people seek misguidance as a product that they want to purchase. What is the currency or the cash that they're using? Guidance. The hypocrites know the truth of Islam. They were with the Prophet sallallahu They witnessed the revelation of the Quran. They're surrounded by the believers. They go to the masjid. They hear the sermons and the guidance and the message and the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They have the currency of guidance. And it's as if they've said that we don't want it. So they've spent instead and they've bought misguidance as a result. And that's, you know, if someone was to come for example and say, here's 10 pounds and I want to buy one pound with it. We'd say to them, that's foolish, doesn't make any sense. Why would you spend 10 pounds to buy one pound? Why would you give a gold coin in order to buy a silver coin that is worth less? Let alone someone who has a priceless diamond, a gem that is worth such a great amount of wealth and in return you buy for it a piece of copper or tin. It doesn't make any sense. And so Allah Azza wa is saying that these people, their example is of, is like this. Allah Azza wa has given them something so precious, so um, something so amazing, and that is the guidance of Islam, the guidance of the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And they said, no, actually we'll sell that and we'll buy misguidance. We'll take the path of shaitan and we'll take the path that will ultimately lead to the punishment of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And with that, we come to the end of this page, and inshallah Taala, in the next page we will continue with the remainder of the description of Allah Azza wa Jalla that He gives concerning the hypocrites, and then what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala goes on to within Surah Al-Baqarah. BarakAllahu fi wa sallallahu alaihi muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahi l-Rahman